0: Chad Hummin at QSportsTalk.com. If you guys want to get on board here through the afternoon here, uh, getting on board with us now is uh, the man, the myth, the legend from AllSyracuse.com, Syracuse on Sports Illustrated. Make sure you follow him on social media for all the latest on Syracuse sports, including an emphasis on the world of recruiting. Still shaking his fist at the officiating in Super Bowl 57, ladies and gentlemen, the one and only Mike McAllister. Michael, how you doing, bud?
1: I'm, I'm hanging in there given those circumstances, but
0: yeah. yeah. You were the first person I thought of when that happened. We texted a little bit on it, a Super Bowl Sunday, and uh, it probably still stings, right?
1: It does, but you know, if, if anyone's team was going to have an issue with officiating <laughs> to cost them a championship, I mean, it's, it's almost perfect. It's like, you know, the the sports gods decided to poke fun at me a little bit, so I can appreciate that. I did
0: appreciate the uh, the irony of that, right? You know, it came back to bite you in the wrong, most wrong place, wrong time spot you could think of.
1: Hey, I should have been six. sucking up to officials all this time, and then maybe it would have worked out. You never know.
0: New strategy, new opportunity. We were just talking about this during the Q Sports Talk break. It's Lent, right? It's time to give up something a little bit, maybe go a different course. Maybe you should applaud the, the officials going forward, get the karma back on your side.
1: That's not a bad idea. We'll see. We'll we'll give it a shot, maybe. How about that?
0: Let's start the world of recruiting, Michael, as we always do. And uh, William Patterson's two, project became the first member of the class of 2023. What was the process to get uh, one Patterson to come to Syracuse? He was at the Duke game, and two days later he committed to the Orange.
1: Yeah, his recruitment's kind of interesting in that it was one that I kind of expected to end much earlier than it did. He was offered last August uh, during an elite camp up at Syracuse. And, you know, the Syracuse coaches were extremely impressed with him and his performance and and all that. And, you know, he he really was, um, you know, very impressive during that camp and that led to Syracuse extending the offer. And it felt like at that point, Syracuse was kind of in the driver's seat. He's a Brooklyn kid, thinks very highly of Syracuse, likes ACC basketball, kind of all seemed to make sense. But then his recruitment kind of slowed down for a while. And even though, you know, there were other schools that offered, Oklahoma State, TCU, Rutgers, et cetera, um, you know, there weren't visits and anything extensive going on with him. And so you just kind of wondered, you know, what's kind of the deal here? But then, sets up the official visit to Syracuse. Once he did that, I kind of felt like it was going to be a done deal. And, you know, Syracuse coach just stayed in contact with him the entire time, let him know he was still a priority. So once he visited, that showed him all he needed to know. And um, he was very complimentary of the fan reaction to him being there. And, of course, meeting Dickie V was a highlight of his as well.
0: Mike, uh, if he commits and, and comes, as he stated, and if Jesse Edwards comes back and uh, – Monier Hema comes back, and Peter Carey remains. That's four centers on the roster next year. Is is the math not math in there, or is that something you think they can manage?
1: I think he's trying to outdo Leonard Hamilton at Florida State with <laughs> seven-footers on the roster. There you go. Um, you know, maybe there's a little side bet going on there that we don't know about. No, I mean, I, I think it's just one of those things where – you weren't anticipating Jesse coming back. And even though he's had a really good year and, you know, an all ACC first or second team caliber year, I think in, in most years where there's not an Armando Bacot, he's probably a sure thing to be first team all ACC, but I think it's just one of those things where you're not a hundred percent sure whether Jesse's coming or going. You've got two guys behind him that even though Hema has had some flashes this season, There's still a question as to whether he can be a full-time starter. He's had foul trouble issues. He's been inconsistent. Peter Carey, you know, I think a lot of people like his upside and his potential, but can you rely on him as the primary backup? Now you throw William Patterson into the mix. You're kind of hoping that at least two of those three can emerge if, if Jesse doesn't return. But I think in a perfect scenario he does return for one more year, perfect scenario for Syracuse, and then you've got three guys there who can develop for a year behind Jesse, play spot duty here and there, and then the year after that compete for that starting job and see who, who can win it and, and uh, get the majority of the minutes there. But yeah, I mean, Ford is not a typical thing that you see Syracuse do for centers on the roster, but I think it's just one of those things that just kind of happened to work out that way if Jesse does, in fact, return.
0: So that's one member of the class of 2023 in. Uh, Syracuse also pursuing Marcus Adams Jr. for the class of 2023. Let's get a reminder of the kind of player he is and, and where you think Syracuse stands with him at this point.
1: Yeah, he's a 6'8", forward. can play the 3 or the 4. I think if he plays the 4, he's a little bit more dynamic because of his ability to handle and score. Um, he's probably more of a pure 3, but, you know, with Syracuse's zone, you can throw a guy like that at the 4 and, and still be okay. So, uh, But he's, he's an interesting one in that, as you mentioned, Syracuse is recruiting him for 23, but he's currently in the class of 24. Mm. And so... That's pretty much where everyone else is recruiting him. Syracuse would take him in 24 as well. But, you know, I think they would love to get him in 23 just, you know, to give themselves a leg up on, on everybody. Um, but, you know, he's he can really shoot it. He can really score, you know, three-level score, as they say, long, um, athletic. And, you know, there's a reason that schools like UCLA and Indiana and, and others are, are pursuing him pursuing him pretty heavily. Uh, where Syracuse stands with him right now is, they made a big impression when he took an official visit for the Virginia game, felt like Syracuse was kind of in the lead to some extent there, or at least right up at the forefront of his recruitment. UCLA then extended an offer officially, even though most were expecting that would come and they've kind of, um, you know, ramped up their, um, their interest in their recruitment of him. So definitely since he's a California kid, if you're a Syracuse fan, that would worry you a little bit, but um, you know, he, he reached out to me and told me that he's, planning on, on trying to come up for the uh, regular season finale Syracuse against Wake Forest in the Dome so if he does end up making that trip you know that would be an unofficial if he's already taken an official you know I think that that would tell you that his interest is very very strong and Syracuse certainly has a real shot to land him.
0: Mike McAllister joining us here dot Syracuse.com is the site of course follow him on Twitter for all the latest on Syracuse recruiting here so Mike, uh, with Marcus, with William, let's just circle back on this. Is there a a standard thing recruits are told about Jim Beheim and Jim Beheim coaching them at this point? Is Is it a consistent message that they get about what that could be?
1: If they're getting one, they're not telling me that. Because trust (laughs) me, I have I have tried over and over again. What's the message you're getting about Beheim and coaching and and all that? And you know, they kind of give me a standard answer, which is kind of what you'd expect to hear from Beheim when you ask him, which is as of now I'm planning on coaching. You know, so it's one of those standard we don't really know type of situations. Now in one respect, at least you don't have, you know, to go into twenty four and twenty five recruits and say, you know, Bayheim's not going to be here then, but trust us, it'll still be just as good. Um, On the other hand, you know, you can have other schools saying to recruits, you don't know who's going to be coaching you. So why would you want to go there? So there's some give and take with, with that, but um, I'm sure there probably are some more detailed conversations that go on behind the scenes, but um, probably also with the caveat of, listen, we'll have these conversations with you, but you can't let this out. And um, you know, to recruits credit, they haven't so far.
0: Let's switch over to football, Mike. Uh, you've written about a couple of developments there uh, in terms of players Syracuse is pursuing not only uh, for the near future, but uh, out a little bit, class of 2024. What are the latest football headlines?
1: They, they offered um, an interesting prospect, Justin Denson, who plays in Rhode Island. Now, he was originally on Syracuse's radar as a 2023 prospect. They didn't offer there, – there wasn't room. It was a smaller class and he reclassified to 2024. He didn't have any Power 5 offers as a 23 recruit, but as a 24 recruit, he has already picked up um, a handful. Kansas is, is one that's offered recently. Um, Ole Miss has offered recently. So he's, he's got several Power 5 offers in the last three to four weeks, and Syracuse is the most recent one. Well, when I you know, reached out to him, usually ask, hey, what's your reaction to the offer? And it's kind of a standard, oh, it's great, I'm blessed, and, and all that. He said, this one almost made me cry it's deeper than football. That kind of took me back a little bit. I said, well, that's not a standard reaction Mm. to an offer. So uh, apparently it's a school that his mom has always wanted to go to, but she never had the opportunity to for, for whatever reasons. And so the fact that he knows it was kind of his mom's dream school and now he's got the opportunity to go play football there, you know, there, there was a emotional reaction to getting that offer. So I thought that was, that was pretty cool. That was pretty notable, but otherwise, you know, it's, it's a dead period currently, uh, I think, till the end of the month. And then once we get into March and we start getting into spring ball, you'll start seeing recruits coming up to, to visit Uh, pretty frequently as they like to get them up for spring practice so they can watch the coaches in action and you'll probably start seeing some activity at that point but currently the 2024 recruiting class for Syracuse football stands at two players they've got Sam Cooper a running back and they've got uh, local Sire Torrance who is the younger brother of Samir Torrance Uh, he's a wide receiver at CBA so currently standing at two at this point which is uh, a lot more than you typically see this early in the recruiting cycle. And
0: yesterday, marked two months until the spring game, April 21st at the Dome, Mike. And then after that, another portal window opens. And I guess you always have to be looking. But yep. how aggressive do you think Syracuse will be in the second go-around in the portal?
1: I think the fact that they didn't sign a bunch of players in the late um, national signing day tells you that they're saving scholarships for that late transfer window uh period as you mentioned and you know to look look to potentially shore up some spots um you know that that they feel like they can find a difference maker or someone that can really improve the roster of their depth and um so i think they've got the potential i don't want to say real aggressive like you're going to expect six seven eight players but you know you can see anywhere from two to five players um you know as the the roster currently stands and then you know, it's it, as much as they're going to look at different sneakers that can come in, you're probably going to lose a few as well, as is pretty standard and typical. So, Syracuse fans don't freak out if you see a few leave after spring, after the spring game. But you'll probably see that, so that could open up a couple of more scholarships to try to fill those holes as well.
0: Michael, thank you as always. Great insight. Uh, Sorry about those Eagles once again, but uh, we press forward here, and uh, we thank you for your time and insight as always, my friend. We'll talk to you soon.
1: I appreciate it, friend. Thank you.
0: There he goes, the one and only Mike McAllister. Maybe you should try uh, applauding the officials for the next year or so. Change that karma back a little. We always appreciate his insights, some interesting recruiting nuggets there for sure. We'll break and return Syracuse and Clemson tonight. More on that. The blind side awaits. Don't forget, we're going to stick around and do a little Syracuse basketball pregame presented by Burdick Ford and Burdick Toyota. Coming up at 6 o'clock, we got plenty to go. Stay right there.